going on everyone welcome to the stakes is high podcast a real podcast having real conversation with real people and i am jones what up tc what's good what's happening my brother i am chilling man how about yourself man bless more than i should be you know yes sir back at it again <laughs> yes sir man yes sir yes sir first and foremost we want to apologize about our tardiness on dropping of this episode um, you know, man, hey, man things happen. Comes at you fast. Nah, man, I'm gonna, I, I wanna, I kind of wanna let everybody know, man. We, we, uh, we had, no, 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 no. We had every intention on recording, but I was at the firehouse, and man, we got toned out how many times? About three times. TC has yeah, me for trouble. Well, definitely came on three times. Yeah, so absolutely. So as time went on, man, like you said, life comes at us fast, man. So, um, man, it happens. You know, we've recorded when I was at work before, and, man, we had no problems. But yeah, yes, it's a gamble every time. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, man, it just didn't work for us. So, you know, we're here, man. And, um, you know, shout out to everyone who texted and asked where the episode was, man. Thank you guys for even checking for us on Wednesday and keeping it a part of your routine, man. So I had a, I had a few of them hit, us, hit me, man, like, yo, where the, where the episode? So, hey, what's up? Where you at? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we appreciate that for sure. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, I man. I mean, that's 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 loyal listeners, man. They look they look forward to hearing us every week. So. Absolutely, man. Uh, Stay on our head, so. man. Stay on our head. If you ever catch us slacking, man, be like, nah, y'all need to get back in there. So, thank you guys for sure. And uh, we want to give a before we move on and continue to move on. I want to thank um, Jackie. Thank you, yeah. Jackie, for coming through for being transparent. And uh, man, just giving us a great episode, man. I, you know, I've heard a, f- a couple Absolute. people, a couple people hit me up and was like, "Yo, man, I thought I knew Jackie, but I didn't." But you know, so thank her for mm-hmm. being transparent in that moment. And I think you know, she she helped a couple people also with you know her transparency. So thank you, Jackie and TC. Yeah. If they want to find that episode and the remaining of our episodes, all our past episodes, two hundred and twenty-eight of our episodes, where can yeah. Yeah. where can they find us, brother? At Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show. Please shoot us an email at stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Chill. 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 All right, man. How you doing, bro? Man, I just went all into it before I asked you how you was doing, man. Good, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Because right. um, we forget good, sometime, man. man. I don't even want to forget. <laughs> I know. I know it. Yeah. I know. Yeah. We made episode and be like, oh, shit, you know. Damn, yeah. I, I forgot to drop the social or whatever yeah, the case yeah, may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I'm good, man. Everything's smooth, dog. Uh, I've been 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 staying in. I ain't really been making too many moves. Uh, 
like I, like I said, man, I, I, I'll gamble it, you know, here and there, but I try not to do it too frequently, man. So I've been in the house, man. I'm still working from home. Uh, still uh, barely going out, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Slow motion, slow motion my way. Yeah, it's crazy how our reports have become pretty much um, routine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, how you yeah. doings are staying the same, but yeah, man. Um, hey, people can people can straight recite our intro. Like Courtney recited that shit, yeah, like yeah, yeah, word yeah. for word. Like what you said and what I said, I'm like, that's pretty, that's dope. I wonder how how many other people like listen and then like say it as we saying. It's strategic. You know what I'm saying yeah, it's strategic. Yeah. It's strategic, man. We Sir. did it for purpose. So, but yeah, man. Um, Psychology. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, man. We uh again, man. Apologies Good. for the tardy. Uh, apologies for the tardy uh, episode, but you know we here, man, and we got a guest. Yeah. We got us a guest this week, man. We've been hitting it with the guests, man. Mm-hmm. We've been hitting. It. Shout out to BJ, man. BJ sent me a text, man, and uh, you know he's been appreciating the last few episodes that we had with our guests. So shout out to BJ, man, and Change the Subject Podcast. We're gonna get that brother on soon. But yeah, man, our guest, man, uh, Ball State alumni, man. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know if he if he remember this, man. I I came to Ball State, man. I was dolo solo, man. I came. I didn't know one person. When I first got to Ball State, um, man, pulled up in my ride, had all my stuff, man, unloaded, you know what I mean? And, you know, the freshmen get there first before, you know what I mean? And freshman uh, (laughs) moving. Yeah, freshman moving. And the first person I met was Tion, and we were staying in Mm -hmm. Dehorty. I stayed in train. And uh, and we was like, yo, man, it's a freshman event. So man, I was like, yo, what's up, man? My name's Therius. Yo, what's your name, man? Tion. You know what I mean? The whole little introduction. Yeah. So then we walking out, and the next person we see is our guest. And we was like, hey, man, where, where you going, man? And I remember, man, Rosako had a bag of chips. It's a bag of Doritos. <laughs> Smashing. Yeah, he's smashing. Like, man, and he was like, man, where you from? And I was like, yo, man, I'm from Marion T. I was like, I'm from Fort Wayne. And Rosako's like, I'm from GI. I'm like, nigga, what is GI? I don't even know what GI is. <laughs> yeah, man. But nah, this is the second person I met, bruh, on campus, man. And uh, yeah, man, we we came in the same time, man, and just had a you know a great time at Ball State over the years, man. And you know, uh, I got some more to tell, but that we could we could talk about that off mic, man. We had a good summer once. <laughs> we had a. <laughs> No, nah, don't do that. <laughs> oh, my Jesus. Oh, you see? Oh, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my Jesus. Oh, that was a throwback for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, hey, Jesus. Hey, TC. I don't even want to know this. No, nah, you don't want to know it. You don't want to know it. Hey. You don't, don't want to know this one. You, but let me tell you, was, I'm going to just give you a hint. It was summertime ball state. So you know anything can happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we, yeah, we kicked it, man. Oh, <laughs> oh random. Who apartment was that? Mid schools. <laughs> oh, oh, that was random. Oh, okay. Right. I just forgot all about yeah, that. Yeah, nah, we gonna keep that between us, man. But anyway, yeah, man. We got, we got, we got our brother Rosako, man. We got, um, man, Ball State alum. Uh, good people, man. Matter of fact, another thing, man. Let me tell you. Let me tell you another thing, man. Rosako is the first person. I don't know if you remember this either. Rosako is the first person to introduce me to sushi. I had never had sushi in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I remember. 
Wow. <laughs> Remember that little, it was like a buffet sushi joint or something like that in Muncie. I don't even. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, they had, a, they had an uh, Amazon McGowan. Yep, 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 man. So what, <laughs> what's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Yeah, man. We appreciate you for coming on. Uh, it's gonna be a good conversation, man. Uh, we gonna we gonna go down memory lane a little bit as we already have ventured off into memory lane. Oh man, I don't know nothing about the sushi spot in 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 Muncie. It sounds dangerous, but man, hey. I got some stories about Rosako. This was the '90s. I, I got this some stories. Hey, oh, I got some stories. Man. I don't even want to go Hey, one time, man, Rosako saved my life. We didn't have no ride to Little Five, dog. We was the only people at Ball State that had never. Oh, and oh. and Rosako pulled up like, man, y'all want to go Little Five? We like, hell yeah. <laughs> we rode down to Little Five. <laughs> you know how the people, you know how people rode in my car to every, to either home, map, <laughs> IUPUA party, uh, Indiana State Park, like man. dude, that car, that park out, yep. that park That's what it was. <laughs> boy, that, uh, that, the boy, yeah, man, crazy. It was me and someone, bro, and Prisaco pulled up, man, just out the blue. It was like, what y'all on, man? We was like, man, everybody went to Lil' Five. He was like, y'all want to go? We like, hell yeah, let's ride. We rode all the way to IU. <laughs> Oh, you got you got love that college days. You just just random, just like, hey, we out, we road tripping, fuck it, let's bounce, yeah, man, and just hop in the car. And dip. Yeah, that was funny, just like that. That's funny. But anyway, man, everybody listening probably, like, man, what they talking about? But yeah, man, what's going on, man? How you doing, man? In these times, man, you know, with COVID going on and and all that, man. How the fam? How you doing? Just, just maintaining, man. Trying to keep my business alive and afloat. Still building my brand and. And trying to make myself marketable for other things in my life. That's it. Like just focusing on growth and the business aspect of recycle. So that's what's up, man. How the kids, man? I see the one daughter, man. She be flipping like she, she the future, future Olympia, man. I'm, I'm seeing her flipping like crazy. And she, she's a beast, man. She has coaches looking at her, but she's so young. Like her teammates, are like 14, 15, she does not. So she, um, she's still training. They, the USG gymnastics, they ain't have no meets or nothing right now. So he just been training, homeschooled, and just training. And my son is homeschooled. Uh, so, yeah, just waiting to see what happened with the season. That's cool, man. That's cool, man. That's what's up, man. Man, you, uh, you know, for, for a lot of people, man, you know, um, from GI, like, again, I had to learn what GI meant when I went to Ball State, man. Let's talk about your beginnings, man, you know, coming from, uh, you know, and, of course, man, you 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 super close with uh, with some of our frat brothers, man, Kenny and Otis, man. You know, I know that was a, a, a relation that, you know, of course, we had with them, and, of course, you had one, you know, that was the, the circle was there. But, um, man, tell us, your, you know, your, your beginnings, man. You know, just from you know being from Gary and all that. Uh, well, I mean, I started in the restaurants when I was fourteen. I started out. Uh, I lived off. Of, I lived on Second and Polk, and my mom was struggling and single parent. And yeah, I walked up. I walked to. Uh, we lived by Little Caesars on Fifth, and I walked past that restaurant every day. And I went in and actually to the manager. I said he hired me. He was like, "You too young. You too young." And I would walk there every day after school and sit there, and I'm like, "Can you hire me? Can you hire me?" He was like, "Nope." I did that for a year straight, every day. When I turned 15, he was like, "Man, you've been so persistent. Let me let me give you a job." So he hired me as a dishwasher. 
from a dishwasher. I worked my way up from dishwasher to cook to cashier to eventually manager. And then when I was in college, I became GM of Little Caesars off of my guy. So I started that whole restaurant thing through high school and college, just learning the operations, the ins and out of just being a manager in the restaurant, pizza industry. And I just, I just, I just love to cook. I didn't know. Eventually, that I, I think back at Ball State, and I had a lot of friends in my community was like, dude, I was cooking for girls would call me in college, like, can you come over and make something? And I would go cook, go over and cook it and, you know, slide through it, slide <laughs> in, slide I remember you, you cooking at Windermere at, at Dawn and them cribs. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but I never thought this is what I'd be doing in my life like that. I just love to cook. I didn't think I'd be making a make a million dollar business just cooking. Not going to culinary school, but hey man, I I end up you know I ain't gonna up. lie, man. I thought Rasako was on some bullshit, bro. I was like, man, Rasako can't cook. I thought he was just oh, that was his game, right? You know what I mean? I was like, huh? and, and then and then and then O told me was like, nah, Rasako can cook, bro. I was like, can he? You know what I mean? He was like, nah, I'm for real. I was like, okay, I had to respect game at the Oto. <laughs> nah, that was crazy because I was even the dorms like. You know when you grow up, it's like different. When we was in college, the the I know if you remember this, but uh, I think for the meal plan it was a dollar forty five or two forty five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three something three, crazy. Three something. I think three four fifty for yeah. And but I'm saying when you when you get money, and you got remember oldest and all of us, we cut hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I would, they would come to the crib and get their hair cut, but I'd be in the kitchen cooking, and they'd be like, "Dude, let me get a plate." And I was like, "Well, you get a haircut and a plate, but <laughs> I don't affect five dollars." And you get a plate, and so I was slinging plates for people who wasn't cooking, and people would come over, girls would come over, and they'd be like, "Ooh, Versace, what you making in the kitchen?" And I'd be like, well, "What you want? <laughs> <laughs> play, the, play on the piano and sing the song, yeah, and I cook. Yeah. Well, what you want to do?" And dude, not, hey, for real, <laughs> man, this dude had talent, man. Play the piano. I'm like, <laughs> airbrushing for the Greeks and and all kind of like, dude, it was it was crazy, but. Coming from Gary and, you know, just doing that. And then I went to college and just being on your own and struggling financially. You know, a lot of people didn't realize, like, when I was a freshman in college, I won a lottery. I remember so, that. Yeah, I remember that. At, Absolutely. At, eight, at 18, at 18, I bought a scratch ticket and hit the grand prize, which changed my whole life. Like, and so, you know, I was throwing member stairs. I was throwing yeah, parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I, like, like, I, I'm like, dude, I really could do what I wanted to do. And hey, so, Rosako showed up on campus. Hey, Rosako showed up on campus, fresh as hell. I'm like, damn, what Rosako do? <laughs> yeah, like I was like, dude, like it was, Olympus was like, the shit back in the day too. That was like, hey, I, used to, I, I used to, I used to throw parties. I used to have a pack. I had a VIP <laughs> list, everything. Like people were like, can I get on your list? And I wasn't even great. Like I, I was like, I had a line out the door. People were like, this is after Saturday Club Olympus. And what's crazy, I didn't even pay the dude. I just told the dude I can get his club popping just off my name and just split the dough yeah, with me like half yeah. and half. And he was like, okay. So, but other than that, just 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 following, I guess in life, you know, they say do what you love. If you find what you love to do, it will never be considered work. And so I love to cook. And I, I just, it's like at the end of the day, cooking is like a canvas to me. And, and I can make whatever I want on it. And and present it to someone. Yeah. So that's what I started doing. And you know, uh, 
did all that and worked my way up to that and then got into recruited by different restaurants and um, hold on before you go there man because you know when you when you left ball state um before you left ball state was that kind of like yo i'm going in this direction did you know what i mean it was it like no no that wasn't even it i left ball state and i started uh uh, we moved to chicago and i got a job at harold washington college and i started teaching at harold washington college and i did that for a moment and then in 2000 2003 my sister was like you should come get your master so i went back to ball state that's when i met you you know i went back and um started taking classes and still didn't think you know by that time you know i did think i I cooked a couple things for the black student association for thanksgiving i did a couple events and but other than that i wasn't cooking cooking like i didn't know that i was going into having my own restaurant i just knew i just like to cook and so uh i ended up leaving in 2004 and coming to texas and i got recruited by golden corral how how that you mean recruited so what do you mean like what was it like uh was a so so uh i was dating my wife my my girlfriend at the time she's from ball state too and so and so she told me to move to texas and start all over and i was like i'm not moving to texas because all my family's in the midwest and just give up everything and but I prayed about it, and I ended up moving to Texas, and uh, went through a recruiting agency for a resume and all that. And so I had so much experience in restaurants. Um, I remember uh, the recruiter called me, and it's like oh, we got a position at Golden Corral. And so I, the the recruiter set up an interview with the Golden Corral people, and I ended up going to the corporate office and sitting down with them. And I remember the lady, the recruiter, named Amy Phillips. She was like, well, you don't have enough enough experience in the buffet system to do what we do, so we can only offer you this amount of money. And I was like, well, ma'am, I have degrees. My degrees just tell you that I'm trained to master anything. But it was still a knock on like what I'm capable of doing. But I took that low salary, got in the door, and I think the first year I was a front of house manager, I excelled in that, and they promoted me to kitchen manager. From that year, that second year, I was the kitchen manager. I excelled really, like, changed the whole restaurant that they sent me to. And they was like, we got this store that's not really doing too good. They have a lot of turnover. Can we send you there and you see what you can do? And so they sent me to a store in Keller. And a good friend of mine, Scott Merritt, was a white guy. He um, he was there and all the managers leaving. The turnover rate was high because he, it was just a job. And he had a high salary and we was just working. And my first bonus check there was like twenty dollars, and I was like, "Dude, I can't, do, I can't do no bonus check." And so I was gonna quit like the other people did. Like I was sitting back to my store, I'm not doing this. But when I had a long talk with him, I said, "Dude, you're not gonna run from this. I'm gonna ride with you. We're gonna see what we can do with flip the store." And so, in the process of doing that, he ended up getting Lou Gehrig's. So he started to die, and so with him being in a restaurant so long the company was going to let him go and because he couldn't fulfill his job. So I had a long talk with him. I said, look, if I do his job in my, can he keep his job because of kids in college? You know, if this man quit his job, he going to die faster. So I run the store, but I still made the same amount of money less than him and did it. And so the whole year I ran it, I would pick him up in the, in the wheel, in this van, run the Damn. store, everything, make a long story. Mm. He, he died on his deathbed. His, 
kids called me, wanted me to come to the house, but he told Golden Corral to leave me the store because he was the operating mm. partner franchisee. And so they didn't want to hire him. They didn't want to give me the restaurant, but his death wish was give it to me. And so they ended up making me the GM of the store. And so in the, within the company, they have the top 10. Like that store was ranked 117th out of 120 stores. And, and my way to honor my friendship with him, I said, I'm gonna be on the stage on the top 10. I'm gonna change it. And so that first year at GM, uh, I broke every sales record, Damn. changed everything. Actually, I was honored in New York in magazines as the number number three store in Damn. the nation with Golden Crown. And so, and the way to tribute, I, I told the company I wanted his wife to come and accept the award with me, with my wife, in honor of him. And so that big thing happened. Uh, Mayor Giuliani was to introduce me, make a long story. So I did all that, broke all the sales records. So I broke every sales record, did all that, and then offered me an operating partner, which is like your franchisee operating partner, and you run that, and then it's your restaurant. And so 2014, I just was doing all that, and then my wife was just like, Wasako, I don't see the buffet industry, and you got to understand my wife help. And I was like, what do you mean help? Like, what What do you mean no buffet system? He's like, well, look at Ponderosa, look at Scissors, look at Ryan's, look at all these restaurants you don't see, which which is true because the pandemic yeah. there's all these buffets now. Yeah, so I wouldn't have to. Even before that, before hey. Like, yeah, the buffet, you, man. You seen Ryan's before, we seen Ponderosa, bitch. Ryan's <laughs> hey, y'all, but y'all don't remember Sean. Y'all don't remember Sean. Y'all don't remember I used to work at Shodas. So I, I walked away from Golden. I walked, worked at Shodas. I walked away. My bad, <laughs> I worked. No, I literally. No, yeah, go I ahead, my bad. Go um, you know, I, I walked away from Golden Corral yeah. in 2014. And so I ended up, take, I, I up taking a year off to enjoy my kids. And literally, I was like, what am I going to do? And so my turning point in my life you know, we as black people, we, we've been taught to doubt ourselves of what we can and cannot do. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you so, a question. You said you walked away. Did you walk away before you had anything else set up or you just said? I walked away Man, before okay, I had anything okay. else set up. So um, I got sad about it. My wife was like, you go to Vegas for a week with your homeboys, clear your head and come back with a game plan. And, you know, it also it, it also plays a part to having a, a good wife or a good person in your good corner. Partner, and so but what happened? Every successful black man is a strong no, black no, woman. No, no, I'm 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 a rewind, I'm a So this was fascinating when That's I was it. at Ball State. When I was at Ball State before I came to Texas, and yeah. so I was doing grad school and I was I was in college living check to check partying with TC and them. Just just my life was just like Negro. You know how old you are and these kids like and so. Yeah. <laughs> my my wife Charlotte, she was like, like, I want you to write me a paper with ten of your goals and how you're gonna attain those goals." And I was like, "You tripping?" I hung up on. I was like, "I ain't writing no damn paper. I got my uh, own class." Yeah, you homework. Like, and so one night I ended up doing it. I wrote a paper about what I wanted health insurance. I wanted a checking account. I wanted savings. I wanted to be able to do. I wrote this whole thing, that, but in this paper, I had to give myself goals mm. and a timeline. And the thing about it is we, we give ourselves goals, but we don't ever give ourselves a timeline when we're going to do this by. And so my thing that happened was everything in those goals that I wrote her, I did a time for one. 
So flipping to Golden Corral, I, I left that job. Um, I hadn't worked. I got real depressed because I wasn't working as a man. You know, there's no income coming in. You know, you got savings, you got money in the account, but as a man, you don't feel you don't fire. So uh, I ended up applying for this job. Went to a recruiter, and a recruiter had a job for the director of all the hospitals downtown, Fort Worth, the cafeterias, the 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 gift shops, the Starbucks. And so I was really overqualified, but the recruiter was like, what do you want your salary to be? And I was like, I researched that, and it was between 112000 to 170 And so I told the recruiter I, I wanted 120, about 120 and I'm conducive. And the recruiter was like, why so low? I was like, well, ma'am, if I hit the weekends off, that means a lot for me to spend time with my kids. I think that's worth it. And so the recruiter was like, cool. So set up through the whole process. And so I just left Golden Crowd, maybe eight months went by. And I went to, I put my whole town, uh, briefcase, went went to sit at the round table with all these, these, these white people. They looked at me like I was crazy when I walked through the door because you gotta understand, a person has 20 years experience in the industry, they're thinking you're gonna be older than what you are. And first of all, Rosako don't sound black. So this kid walking through the door with this much experience, they was like, how is he, how was he qualified to make this much mm. money? Basically, that's how it started. And so me having a conversation with them, I always kept my tax return because I always had to argue how much I'm worth, which is crazy. That, because that's, that's, person- that's, that's, that's crazy, right? That statement right there is major. How much that, you know, we as people of color, black folks have to prove, prove. our worth, prove. prove what we're able to accomplish like if if you were a white man walking in they wouldn't have, probably wouldn't ask the question at all no they couldn't believe I made, they couldn't believe i made that much money and so i was like i made this much this is what i want and so in the process of this whole interview i'm asking all these questions what i could change about what the restaurant industry what what could i bring to their cafeterias what could i do i got wars you can google me like they turned to me and was like mr bailey you don't have no health care you, you you don't have no healthcare experience. We can only offer you eighty nine thousand oh, dollars. When this man. job is a six figure job, and so it did something to my whole spirit. I was like, damn, I'm only worth eighty nine thousand. This is a six figure job. I got up and grabbed my briefcase, and I was like, you know what? Thank you all for this opportunity, but I'm worth more than what you offer, and I know that, and I know I could bring more to the table. And so I walked, I got my briefcase and walked out. I was discouraged again. I was like, dang. But I knew it was meant for me. It was, it was something was like, I'm not meant to work for nobody but myself. But that push. And so I went home. I got discouraged. My wife was like, it'll be okay. And that that same time, so some of my accountant friends and my attorney friends, they was like, Rosako, you should, we want a Chick-fil-A. We should all come together and see how many Chick-fil-A's we can get. And I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I'm good. But it's like, no, you should. You should. Like I, put, I did a whole post on my social media because I even posted the letters of Chick Fil A saying I, I move forward. Like everything, congratulations. Um, and so Chick Fil A is a five stage process. They get like a hundred some applicants, a hundred thousand some applicants a year. They interview about eighty a year. So to even get a call from sets you apart from somebody else. And so. All my homeboys, all of them, lawyers, doctors, they all applied. Chick-fil-A sent them an email saying, no, we regret that we do not want to move forward with your application process, such and such. And so all my homeboys are like, you get your no, you get your no. I was like, dude, I ain't got no no or nothing. I don't know. Man, maybe a month later, I got an email saying, congratulations, we want to move forward with your application process. 
And so I was like, wow. So I called them. I was like, Chick-fil-A said, yeah, but I really don't want to do it. It's like, go on, do it, do it. So I was like, all right, whatever. So uh, Chick-fil-A process is, is uh, mm. 30 essay questions about your beliefs, your family background, what you do to the community, your involvement, your life. And so I did through that. And then it's um, uh, financial. You have to have a million dollars in assets and, and credit. And Chick-fil-A only costs, it only costs $5,000 to get a Chick-fil-A, but it's hard to get in. So I did the whole interview. I did the whole credit, everything, moved past that. And then it was another 15 essay questions. Made it past that. <laughs> so they put you just through the ringer, dog. Like, who, I mean, who, 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 who that you got to jump through in order for but you? It, it's a real Christian company, so they want to know everything. They want to know for when you come, like, what really. So they know negative, like, uh, if you believe yeah. abortions, if you believe, like, they really want to know. Hey, Chick fil A got a. Chick Fil A so, got that, you know. Uh, I mean, so you got to think me, about it. they got a re- they got their reputation for a reason. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. And so it's like I went through that whole. At the end, it was a it was a phone in it was a phone interview, and then it was an interview in Atlanta. And I made it all the way to the final point. And my father had just passed away. And Chick Fil A, the lady was interviewing. Me. She was like, "So tell me about. You. I see you from Gary." I see that you, you, was your parents married? And I was like, no, there's like, is your parents still alive? I was like, yes, my father's deceased. And he had just passed, like passed, like tragically. And so the lady was asking me, she's like, so tell me about how he passed. And I was like, ma'am, I don't want to talk about that right now. And so I don't know, I don't know if she got her feelings or whatever, but her tone changed with me. And from that point, I knew I didn't want to work for somebody and follow their rubrics, the matrix, when I wanted to just be me. So I got up from the table and I left. Mid everything, Chick-fil-A in front of me. Like a whole, but it, it was never gonna be mine. It's somebody else's legacy, it's somebody else's yeah. dream. It's not mine. So I got up and left and I came home and I was discouraged. Like I came back and what was crazy is my wife, she said, Rosako, this one, she said, go to Vegas. Go to Vegas, clear your head, come back. But when I came back, I thought I was just gonna chill. She was like, nope. I need you a new list. I need you a new list. Uh-huh. Strong black woman, bro. Keep and I was line. like, dang. And so my list, I created Rosaco, the whole Rosaco entity. And so uh went to the bank, the vice president of Chase Bank, even though I had an 850 credit score, even though I had money in the bank, I had all these different things. I had stocks on all these different portfolios. The Chase Bank lady told me no. She's like, a restaurant is high risk. Eight out of 10 restaurants fail. This whole concept. And so what was crazy was. Your, wait, your concept. She, she didn't believe in your concept as in a soul food and barbecue restaurant. Yes. She didn't She didn't think yes. that would be successful. She didn't think that was successful. So okay. I got discouraged. I came home. I just told my wife. I said, look, babe, we're going to sell some stocks. We're going to pull this money out and we're going to open up for socos. But then it just ate me up. It's like, why did I go to college, take all these business classes, do all the stuff to not utilize what they taught me. So I went to my office and I typed up a 15 page business plan, market analysis, P and L, like my brand, what I'm doing. And I tried, typed it up, my wife proofread it. I took it back to the bank, to the same way I said, ma'am, I don't know what you're doing, but can you take the time to read this? If you don't, just let me keep it, but I'm gonna find somebody that's gonna believe in my dream. Mm-hmm. Took it, didn't hear nothing back from him. She called me a week later and was like, uh, can you come to my office? And I was like, okay. 
So right then and there, I'm already defensive. I like this lady don't call me and just waste my time and tell me no. So I'm already mm-hmm. like, man, I'm on edge. I'm already sarcastic, being facetious. And so my first question to her, I was like, I said, ma'am, how is it possible with an 850 credit score, I can get a loan for a hundred thousand dollar car, I can get a million dollar loan for a house, I can do all the stuff, but I can't get a loan, a hundred thousand dollar loan to get me out of that a business. Yeah, she that's crazy. No answer for that. She looked at me. How am I able to get student loans? How am I able to get student loans? All the stuff, but I can't get a business loan that, to create a business. They'll give you something further <laughs> that, but not yes, that something get you that out. will get you it's, out of debt. <laughs> and it's like fundamentally, it's crazy. Like even when I was telling you, TC, you go to college. Black kids, they tell us to go to college and do an intern and work for somebody. Like other kids, white kids, they teach them go to college, start your <laughs> business, and get somebody to work for you. Entrepreneurship, the yeah, and that's like uh, so. Yeah. You you went to college, you grad, you had to do an intern. Mm-hmm. Why you gotta do an intern for somebody else? Why can't you create your own dream? Which that's the whole mentality. So I'm in, and I'm, I'm drilling her with questions like, "Why?" She's like, "Mr. Brother, nice. I just wanted to tell you that I'm approve your loan." I said, well, "What?" I said, "What? What is? What do you mean?" She said, "It's what you wrote in your business plan." And so my business plan with her was. I, I was blunt. I was like, white people love our culture. They love what we eat. But they're not about to go drive to the hood and go get it. They don't feel comfortable. But if you have one in your backyard, it can be profitable because I'm not competing with Tex-Mex, Chinese, Asian. I have, there's no soul food restaurants in the suburbs. None. Not even, not even the high-end suburbs. And so I made a valid point. Like, you like collard greens. You like mac and cheese. You like fried chicken. Some people will drive to the hood, but they drive and pick it up and they out. Like, they're not about to sit down in a restaurant and feel comfortable bringing their kids. And so that whole socialization. And so I start putting numbers in it. And so she was like, you're good. I see what you're trying to do. So from there, I started. But you got to believe when I put my restaurant in the suburb, it took me almost a year to open it up. They fought with me left and right. Colds. They told me the building I got was grandfathered in when they came when you say, I hired black When you say they, you talking about the city or who, or the neighborhood? Who was it exactly? Okay. The city. city. The city. Like you got to understand there's no black-owned businesses. So my thing was to get in. And then I hired a black contractor, a black electrician, black plumber, black everything. And so when we went down to the city to get our apartment, right? yes, they were like, they were like, we need to come inspect the building. And I was like, but you told my my broker that it was grandfathered in because it was just a restaurant so if it was just a restaurant everything should have been too cold man they came to my restaurant was like everything wasn't cold they kept drawing stuff out i'm paying rent utilities no income like it was whole, i almost tanked the whole thing because i was coming on so much money but i just kept fighting and kept fighting and then finally i opened my doors and and i don't even advertise I don't have none of that. I just was cooking, doing what I love, and people were starting to come. And people started to tell other people, like, dude, this is Spider-Man. You ain't, you ain't got to drive. You grew, you grew from word of mouth. Like yes. People coming, experience, uh, experiencing you know, the vibe, the restaurant, the ambiance, and most importantly, the food. And then just word of mouth, like, yo, you need to go over here, try Rosacos. I went over there, that shit was smacking. And you need to go try it for yourself. And, and, so, see, and that and that was crazy because people were always driving to forty five. Hey, that was my next. Qu- that was my next question, man. Whereabout is Bedford? Because I've never heard of. I've, I've seen you on social media. It's 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 in the middle. It's in the mid cities. It's in the middle of everything. Not too far from Fort Worth. Not too far from Dallas. 
It's in the midst cities of everything. So uh, okay. it's a small town, but it's in the middle. And so you ain't got to drive 45 minutes to hour. You can drive 15 to get to me. And, and so I cut. As far as the people there, is it like a predominantly white uh, I mean, uh, area? It's, it's not. Like, it's the predominant. It? It's mm. like a, a 90 10. Like 90 10. I mean, my, most of my customer base was Caucasian until this Black Lives Movement thing happened. Now mm. my business is like 90% black. Really? Yes. Yeah, like with the black movement, it, it jumped. Like it really, like it. But I still get a lot of my, my regulars, but it flipped. So 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 so, white folks came less than what they were previously coming, or was it the number the same black. and you just got an increase in in black customers? No, it, they stopped coming. It's more to the point where they don't like they don't. If you gotta wear a mask in Texas, they hate they uh, just like you telling them oh, to take all their rights, and so oh you, you can't uh, you can't come you can't come into my restaurant without a mask. I had a dude look at me like I was crazy. I was like, well, you don't want to come in my restaurant. But, I'm about yeah. to argue with you about some rules. So yeah. that whole aspect. <laughs> so for me, you taking their rights away, and uh, I don't have time to be arguing with you. Either you want to come in and follow and get you a place, or you can leave. And so that that changed. And so um, it's it's almost like now I say, ah, even though it's crazy, it's 70-70. Even though it's like it's like 70-70, like 70%. Even though it's 100 bigger than 100, it's 70-70. Like. So you, so you have a successful soul food and barbecue business in Bedford, Texas. Um, you know, have a, a nice customer base. You know, loyal customers. This and the third. Um, tell us kind of about like where where that has taken you as far as uh, recognition outside of word of mouth and you know walking wow. to the door. Like, because uh, I, I know I've seen you. Uh, yeah, on, on the screen on TV, but I, I want you to kind of tell that story about like you know where you've been um, since opening your doors to the public and 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 kind of you know getting your 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 your, uh, your regulars and your fan base up to that you know uh, privy uh, to the to the Risacos brand. So it's crazy with me being a man city. Everything is social media driven now. So yeah, like I don't I don't do I don't do food for reviews. I don't do Yelp for reviews. I don't do stuff for you to say, oh, you did a good job. I do what I love. Mm -hmm. And so, but I have so many reviews. Everything is, you travel from out of town, Mm -hmm. somebody Google, what's the spot to eat at? And so I pop up, like I'm in the middle. So you get off a plane in Fort Worth, I'm number one. You get off a plane somewhere, like I'm number one. And so people, entertainers get off a plane, they come. So what happened was, I guess the producers from the Food Network got off a plane. I didn't know they were in my restaurant. And so I'm kind of hilarious. <laughs> I think I'm hilarious, but some people might not think that. But for me, I, I crack jokes, I have fun, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, entertain, I'm entertained. And so word got to Dr. Fierre on the Food Network. And so mm-hmm. the producers called me and was like, hey, dude, we got a show called Guy Grocery Games. Would you be interested? Of course. And so some of the... Right, right, right. Somebody would call me and ask me to be on a show. What? Some producers, they were hesitant because I didn't go to culinary school. And so my rebuttal to them was like, uh, this lady, she's on a food network. She didn't go. It's a couple of people on the shows that didn't go to culinary school. So that was my rebuttal to them. That shouldn't like even matter. Right. I, I, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but, it's no, like, bro, I've but seen people, when you, co- I've seen 
you know, I'm in the, des- the graphic design industry, and I've seen, I've had designers uh, at, at companies I've worked with apply to work in my department that have gone to like the art institute that I feel like, oh, you should go to the art institute, guarantee you gonna know what to do. And no, they don't. I could get a freelance designer who can, who was a ten times better designer than the person that went and got the formal education at the art institute. So yes, but yeah. the same thing. It's like playing the piano. You can read it, you're not. Like a lot of terminology, yeah. but food, I don't know. So you talking to me, ask me about the sauce. I don't know what that means. If you say some white sauce, <laughs> I'm gonna say Alfredo sauce. Like it's like you, it's it's a different. I mean, but that's the thing about it. Like you like, can you cut some up, Giuliani style? I'm yeah, like yeah. Giuliani ain't that a painter? Like it's not really <laughs> like right. So that's different. So <laughs> that is so when you do that, the producers, but I was like, well, y'all give me opportunity. I'm gonna do the best that I can do. And so that happened. And then a lot of buzz, and then I started doing stuff. No, I flew home to Indianapolis, and one of my customers is Miles Turner from the Pacers. And mm-hmm. shout out to him. And so what happened was I put on social media I was home, and he was like, uh, you coming to the playoff game? I was like, dude, I ain't got no playoff ticket. He's like, don't worry about it. I got you. And so it was uh-huh. Kenny's birthday. It was Kenny's birthday. I thought, Kenny, you want to go to the playoff game? And he was like, yeah. I said, I don't know. I just told I got some tickets. I will call. Let's just go. And so we went up there, and the security is like, well, you got some other tickets, too. And I was like, what do you mean? He said, you got these VIP tickets. I said, what does that mean? He was like, that means you could just go on the floor and go on the back in the gyms. And, and so I ended up going, but make a long story short, in the back of the gym after the game, all the fam- families of the players and their girlfriends are in the back pooping and shooting. They have food and stuff. And so they were honoring uh, uh, Jermaine O'Neal at that game. And so Miles came out the locker room. He said, Recycle, I'm glad you made it to the game. And he was like, and gave me a hug. And so Jermaine was like, dude, who was that? And, and he was like, oh, that's my guy. He on a barbecue spot in Bedford. Jermaine came, he's like, dude, I live in South Lake. I was like, well, I live in Keller right up the street from you. He was like, wow, I didn't know. He's like, give me your phone mm-hmm. number. I didn't think he was going to ever call Man. me. Connects. But um, I think a month later, it was a Super Bowl party. It was it was either a boxing party or late, one of these holidays. He called me. He was like, Rosako, can you do me like 300 slabs or 300 wings? Uh, and I was like, Jermaine, I can't do that. That's the day of. I can't. That's just like, that's not happening. He's like, you can't make that happen. I said, Jermaine, I said, I said, what's your mm. budget? He's like, I'm worth a hundred mil. I don't need a budget. I just make it happen. Come on, dog. And, and I, I was talking, like, talking big money. I was like, uh, I was man. like, I, I said, cool. I said, I do it. And so I ended up staying in my restaurant the whole night cooking all this food. I didn't know who was coming to his house. Mm. And he lived in a 60,000 60, square foot mansion. So I'm like, I don't know who, who so I'm, I'm putting my foot in. I'm cooking all this food. I'm like, dude, I want this to be the best food, whoever. And so he came, he picked it up. He pulled out his black car. He was like, charge me what it is. He left me a $400 tip. I'm still like, dude, this is easy. This is, this is good. Yeah, but from, from that catering, all the people that was out, he was like, hey, who did the food? He's like, oh, my homeboy, my guy. And so people start getting my number. Yeah. But it started building kind of like, kind of like, Set the entertainment in my restaurant. Coco Brown. I had an inbox from uh, the new um, friend mm. brother um, with the gap in his teeth, uh, Red Grant. Yes, he's a new. I was asleep. <laughs> he always he, he's a new. So wow. the um, 
the like people just start inboxing me and you know and i was like wow this is cool and then people like start knowing who i was but then i started doing stuff in the community and doing stuff for homeless people and start doing stuff for the needy and and people was like dude who is this guy rosako and you know and words start talking i go to my kids school and they be like one guy was staring at me and i was like dude babe i don't want to have to put his teeth in this dude's head because he just kept looking at me you know so much <laughs> racial tension like well, why is this dude staring at me this dude came up to him, he was like dude He's like, you want you want to you want to build an angel? I was like, yeah. He's like, you got that restaurant here. He's like, oh my god. He's like, your food. And I was like, okay, you got this. And so start mm-hmm. doing that. Then he was like, like in Texas, like you, it was crazy. Like one lady brought their child in, and she was crying. And I'm looking like, what the hell wrong with her? She's like, oh, she just wants the autograph because she would she want to be a chef. And I was like, dude, this is crazy. And then you, I had teachers calling me like, can you come talk to the kids about entrepreneurship? Yeah. And you know, and I was like, okay, I do this, and then you know, and then word just a guy like traveling, and then uh, I just became, I just won a sparkling ice contest. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. What was that about, man? Because I saw, you know, I I think that was pretty big, man. When I, you know, I was looking at, you know, on your social media, man. What was that about? So the. they had a community hero where people, they feel that some people do a lot in the community. And so um, one of my customers wrote, uh, one of a military vet wrote a long thing and nominated me. And so he called me, said, Mr. Bailey, can I put it on your wall and on your Facebook? I was like, I don't care. I said, I appreciate it. I didn't think I was ever gonna win. That, that was the crazy part, but shout out to Sparkling Ice. The um, other customers, Super star writing hey, letters to the company. <laughs> oh yeah, look, oh my God, we got, I got it too. I'm drinking yeah. it. So, so that they sparkling, like, sparkling ice was um they sparkling ice. We need a right, come on, man. Right Say now. no more. Oh, can, we talk. We talk afterwards. We talk afterwards. Make that happen. What happened with that was. So the letters got wrote, and then months later, I got a phone call. They said, Mr. Bailey, we want to introduce you with Sparkling Ice. Uh, out of 3,000 plus entries, you are one of the finalists. I said, what? She said, you had so many letters written about you, but we told this one letter from this one vet. She said, so out of, it was two white ladies. No, it was a Mexican, it was a Latino lady, a white lady, and me. And so out of all that, though, we were the finalists. And I was like, I'm not about to win against this lady. She's been sending care packages for 10 years and all these vets and all that. And so, but the difference between her is I had a huge social media following. And so for the one month, everybody had to go online and vote every day. You had to vote. And so I, I finally asked them last couple of days ago, I said, well, how many votes did they receive? They said, we had over 20,000 votes. But Mr. Bailey, you was winning from day one. I said, what do you mean? She said, out of 20,000, you had like 15,000 of votes. So he's like, there was no way nobody was going to catch up with me regardless. And so with that with that happening, there was a $10,000 cash prize. And so so they mailed me a check for that. They also mailed me another check just for DP, just being nominated. But then Spark and Lights was like, Mr. Bailey, we really like what you're doing. We really like what you're doing and what you're about. So... When we they built in the park in Bedford, the first musical oh, nice. theme park, like park for kids to play on, on top of me winning, and they were like, "Well, Mr. Belly, we want to do something and partner up with you, whatever you do, some stuff for the needy." And I was like, "What?" 
And she said, so in addition to that, we want to give you an additional check to do something for the community. And so I got this big event I'm planning in October. But what the best thing that happened from that was, it was like, if you ever need sponsorship, if you ever need anything, we will, we put our name with it with you. And so I was like, cool. So that situation built up into another. I literally just won another contest for that I can talk about. Cause it's, yeah, it's a bigger I, dollar. It's a bigger dollar amount than that one. But so, it's, so basically, that's what I was going to say. Bless. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. 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 It's, 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 it's blessed. not winning. It's, it's, you know, like I never did anything to get recognition or to be like, you know, give me something in return. I think it's the humbleness and the humility that happens with when you're doing something from the heart versus somebody telling you to do it. And so. You was on another cooking show too, man, right? That oh, that's just recently. Cook, I, you had to I, cook live, like prepare dishes and all that. Oh, uh, yeah, that was, um, I did the Guy Fieri, the Food Network, and then recently I did over a year ago, before pandemic, the Food in Paradise on the Food Travel Channel came. They was filming the like the best top secret holes in the wall, best secret menus, and so they, they word got to them about me through social media, and so they did a whole episode of my restaurant, and so that just aired June 29th. Like, it brought more attention to my restaurant. And then, like, Fox News did this whole, the national news did a thing on me the other day, which people so what, you did tri- been calling you did me triple about D's? the veterans thing. And that was cool. Uh, so, okay, Guy okay, Ferry okay, has okay, triple okay. D's, but he also has Guy's Grocery Games. I got so you. I did I got Guy's you. Grocery Games, and then I did Food in Paradise. Um, hey, so... so- so, so, all right. So you got, you got the, you got the recognition. You got the fame. You've been on TV. You popping. Everybody know you're doing the private events. You catering. You bringing in bread. You getting checks, sponsorships, da da da. Now, I told you I was gonna ask you about this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you're asking about. I know where it's going. I know where it's going. Uh, if you're gonna go talk about my roast chicken, nigga. Bro, listen, yeah. we, ain't gotta, we ain't gotta say no names. We ain't gotta say no names. Uh-huh. But there's okay. no. But there was a whole, cause I mean they ain't cutting no checks. Um, but there was a little, you know, cause I mean I've been let, let me let me tell the situation before oh, you go. Oh, 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 hold up, hold up. So Sako, Sako, and which because and I want to tell it just because I I experienced as a viewer I saw the chicken sandwich picture that Sako posted on his Instagram. I'm like, oh that mother, that's that looks fire. That looked crazy. And I can't remember how long in between the post and then, you know. Hey, I see, I seen the post. I was like, what's going on here? I seen a lot of comments and I went into it. So two days. It was two days. Two days. But hold on, hold on. But hold on, hold on, hold on. This also was the time of the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Chicken sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Chicken sandwich battle. Everybody so, had a better chicken sandwich than the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yes, so, correct. That's very important. So, so let, let's go. Let's go into it. So, I am a yeah. kind of restaurant person that wake up in the next day and say I'm doing the stuff circulate. I don't base it off for nobody. What I don't come up with. I just I go to the store. I see it. I say, you know what I'm gonna do. Mm. That's what happened. So what happened was. I'm the kind of, if I post my turkey leg the day before, I have a line wrapped around my building because people are trying to get it. Mm-hmm. But I learned from this. Now I take my own, I cook it and put my own food and then post it versus doing it. So before that whole chicken sandwich happened, 
I say, somebody inbox and said, dude, you should do a chicken sandwich. I was like, uh, I don't know. It's like, there's just so much going on. But Recycle, you got such a huge media thing, you should do a chicken sandwich. I was like, oh, whatever. But I let them convince me. They hyped my head up. And so at the time frame, I was like, dude, I don't got, I don't got the stuff here to let people know I'm doing a chicken sandwich tomorrow. I said, so I just Googled chicken sandwich. Now, let me take it back. Let me time out, time out, time out. I didn't, I didn't, ha I didn't have my restaurant pictures taken and used before my stuff. I don't trip on it, but I understand now the, the complexity of that. The people are, so what happened was I didn't think of the huge following of what I had, but I found a picture. I said, that's not, I can, I can reduplicate that. I looked at the picture, so I can do that. But do it my own way. Took up, posted. This shit went six million views, hundred thousand shares overnight. People would DM me, sharing and tagging me. I was like, oh my god! I deleted it before it even happened because I got I got tired of my phone blowing up before the whole scandal even happened. I deleted it because I got tired of people just my phone going off. Like you understand that? But what happened was there was another uh... restaurant that took the same picture. Cause I seen that you you commented. No, no, it, it wasn't the no, same picture. It was no, their no. picture. No, no, it was no, but that's what I'm saying. But it was another restaurant. Cause I saw your comment on their page. Don't get me wrong. You was like, ah, oh, this nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I see somebody put a whole bunch of eyes like Rosaka. What's up? But, no, 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 no. But what but what happened was they didn't. That company. That picture. So it wasn't even their sandwich. Long time. And never yeah. had that much. The chicken sandwich. No, so it, was there, it was their sandwich. They, but the yeah. sandwich was out, but they didn't have that much notoriety and five million shares on one picture. So <laughs> so from there, that picture before it came out, year, uh, whatever time it took to have maybe like <laughs> you blew that mug 600 up. <laughs> views on it. So what happened was, they was like, this Negro done blew it. So from there, they called me and I, and I said I said I'm sorry you know that you know, I was rushing I took I would never do it oh again. they called you and but said something I just brought a lot of attention to your company I mean that's what I meant that's what I meant yeah yeah that's what I meant no they they was at his neck they was at his neck on social they, 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 and then they blocked me after I commented to them and blocked me where I couldn't comment and see their page no more which is cool but I'm not tripping but the thing was I said dude nobody knew about y'all like that until but here's the thing. But here's the thing. But here's the thing, though. But but low key. So for people to even have issue with what Rosako did, Rosako ended up posting a chicken sandwich that looked just as good. I'm like, he had to do it. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. No, but that, that, but that's the thing. I did. I, I, I should have yeah. just went and did my own thing, which yeah. I should have trusted versus using theirs, which I, I would never do again. But my thing was. It yeah. was at the spur of the moment. I didn't have one, and I just wanted people to know I'm doing a chicken sandwich. Well, I should just use some words, but people are visual. People want to see something, and if so, for me, I took something. God regret. <laughs> but that shit went six million plus, four hundred thousand shares. I was like, this is crazy. The, the, like, the situation. The situation. Yes, is very crazy. Very. Wrong. <laughs> as I did. It was wrong. And I could, I could make yeah. that as my father. The integrity of taking somebody that put their work into it, I get it. The person who photographed it, the thing, I get it. I understand it. And I respect that. Like I said, it would never happen again. But like I said to you, I just blew your whole place up for six million views on something nobody would ever see that you were out. This picture was taken 
months yeah. and months ago, and you didn't get this much publicity off of. So they were kind of in their feelings like, how this dude, how this dude get this much play off a of sandwich, and we just got this. Yeah, good down. thing, you know, good thing that it. But again, yeah, good thing that it, you know, good thing they didn't try to take it to the legal aspect. You know what I mean? Good thing they just kind of, you know. You know, but anyway, like I said, yeah, man, yeah, I seen yeah. you end up posting your chicken sandwich after that. And I'm like, oh, he didn't even have to do that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. I did. Because I sold, 300, I sold yeah. 300 of them but at let me $10 ask you. a pop in the, the next day. Yeah. yeah. He yeah, learned. It's, it's a learning process. Hey, don't. Yeah, that shit was. Learn it. Learn it. It's to learn. learn, learn, it. learn. I got it. You know, yeah. I, I don't. Tell, like I said, I didn't yeah. go to school to be like this is some. So I understand it. But like I said, that that would never happen again. Yeah. I I would do my right. own. Hey, let me ask you a question, man. Uh, you know, you know, jumping off that, man. Right. You know, that that's you know, like you said, you learn from it. But let me ask you a question, man. You did say something that was earlier, and I, I think we kind of jumped off of it pretty quick. You know, you're saying with, you know, the Black Lives Matters and just kind of how like a lot of customers are a lot of your white customers have stepped away and have increased with your black customers um with bedford being a majority white place does that give you any concern like you know what i mean because hey man you know you 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 you're happy that the the black customers increased but you did like you said it's like you lost customers is that a concern of yours It was in the beginning when okay. I started dropping, but a lot of them are coming back. So it, it's not the fact that it, I, mm -hmm. I thought it was because they saw so much more black people coming. It's the fact that, that a lot gotcha. of them used to like coming sit down in my restaurant, bringing their families. People were coming to my restaurant for anniversary, birthdays, and I'm like, dude, Valentine's <laughs> Day, you would think somebody would be so at a steakhouse. People <laughs> were trying to make they reservations at tacos. Uh, and I'm yeah. like, dude, you want to take your girlfriend where on Valentine's Day? What can you do special for my girl? I'm like, I can do anything. But that was the thing about it. And so what's also behind me of what I do in the community, like even when the pack, but when, uh, <laughs> when um, people, like when my business started tanking and, I, you know, shit, my rent was four grand and I was only doing 4,000, my customers, from Bedford yeah. started selling and cash yeah. after me money just to keep my doors open without even buying food. And I'm not talking about no $20. I'm talking about $100 now, $100, $500. It's like you said, you do so much for everybody else. We want you to stay in Bedford, keep the lights off. And it, it, it made me cry and I don't cry. I was like, I woke up and my, my Zelle and cash app was like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And I'm like, dude, are you serious? And so from that, it just, it just showed me there is a humanity. There are people, some people do care, and regardless of race, it's about the heart and what you bring to what you bring to the community and your value of what you bring to people. And so from there, like at the end of the day, uh, like my dream is to have my own, like my own building. I wanted like a cotton club, like Harlem Nights with the piano on the stage and then have like the Lanas come and yeah. the comedians and the uh, Kenny Garmins and whoever can sing and, and do and do that in live yeah that was my that, i guess that was my next thing man you know not, I, you know what's I next and i guess you kind of jumped into it because i know we're getting kind of close to the end of it and the show um as far as time goes man and i you know you you kind of you kind of answered it you know is so your goal is to expand more than restaurant it sounds like 
I'm building my brand. Like I have seasons in grocery stores. People order. People order my collard green seasons. I just had a meeting with Walmart. I'm trying to do this Walmart thing and put my. There's no collard green seasons in Walmart. So you <laughs> you take the season, dump it in your yeah. water, and you can That's make dope. the collard greens taste like. And so I'm. There's yeah. nothing like that. So me trying to do that, that on that avenue, and then on I'm everything social media. So I'm about. I got a couple celebrity friends that. I'm about to start a YouTube oh, channel nice, and, nice. and and do my cook with the celebrities and, and do like and then take some of the stuff off of social media uh, people cooking products and demo with those and like get my get like people I went to school with like Marco who like to cook like dude let's do an episode where you fly in and we cook something and we talk yeah. about what you like to cook and and then get like I talk to Elena and I say Elena you can come and sing a song but we also can cook something you like to cook mm -hmm. and go from there and do an interview process and and go from there because yeah. once you get like yeah, Flash takes his high down and then we I mean, cook something whatever y'all were trying you know yeah. some hey we try hey listen Hey, we trying to get a menu item. We need a steaks is high what something. Steaks, you know what? You know what? Steaks is high. That means you <laughs> a steak, a real steak. There you go. And something on top of it, and then gourmet it up. Steaks is high. I, I could do something for that. Hey, steaks, it's high, but it's gonna be expensive as hell too. Steaks is high. That means steaks and a lobster. It's gonna be high as hell. It's gonna, it's gonna be. Hey, silly, with, uh, but yeah man man i you know i've been i've been following you of course through social media man and uh man i just i enjoy seeing the progress like you said i see in like celebrities come through and man i just remember you know like i said risaco eating a bag of doritos uh cool ranch and just uh you know what i mean starting from there man seeing where you at now just you know the you know believing in yourself man stepping away from from a job to going to the next, you know what I'm saying? So, man, I, I definitely, man, want to congratulate you there, man. That's it's, it's dope hearing your story. It is, man. It's a lot of a lot of stepping out on faith, man, and 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 that's a story that I feel like a lot of people, a lot of listeners need to hear. Is just that stepping up because you don't know how many people like got that idea in the back of their head and they feel like they can't, do it. you know, they don't have that support. Uh, they scared they're gonna fail, whatever the case may be. The they're failure, just not doing it. But the failure to also push you. And I tell people, can, you get you, you get to you get to the edge of that mountain, and you mm -hmm. see how far you gotta fall. It's motivational. You, you, you still gotta jump though. It's like yes, it's gonna hurt. You're gonna stumble, but you can't land on your feet. And I tell people, anytime, anytime you have you have a goal, you have a goal. You like put the goal on paper. Stop just keeping it in your head. Put it on tape, paper and tape it to your bathroom mirror. When you get up and go to the bathroom, brush your teeth. Look at how your life is and what mm -hmm. you haven't accomplished. Because every time you go to the bathroom, you look at that mirror and look at yourself. You can see what you haven't done. Like that's important. Like you give yourself timelines. You know what? I want to do this. I want to create this. I want to do this. About the next year, I want to have this. And every time you go into that bathroom and look at yourself, you can be like, dude, I ain't did nothing. I ain't accomplished nothing. What can I do to get to the next level? And that's the thing you have to, you, we have to quit being scared to fail. Failure is also success. Like you got to fail to succeed. You look at the guy who created Walmart, the Amazon, he was in the office by himself at a desk. And I guarantee you in first boom, boom, 
it didn't do what it needs to do. I can guarantee you a lot of businesses that started in the basement. KFC didn't start until he was 87. Like, like yeah. I mean, literally, like some of these businesses start today when they're 60s and 50s. But you still got to take a chance to, you know what? Yeah, man, sadly, I think, I mean, you know, and I 1,000% agree with you, man, because you hear the story too often. But I think what happens is, man, people just continue to see the success, but they never see the struggle that comes. Yeah, they never see the struggle. So it's it's. It's it's deceiving, right? You know what I'm saying. So, if if we see Rasako's cars, we see Rasako's watches, we see the success of the whatever he's doing, but we didn't see, you know what I mean? We didn't see the time you was, you you know, you was in between when you left, you know, um, out, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I can tell you, like, interviewing here and there to be told no. I can tell you that successful people don't have a lot of friends. And successful people, it's going to be a lot of late nights you're going to be by yourself. It's going to be a lot of nights you're going to put your head down. And, and It's going to be a lot of nights you don't know. Uh, you lay your head down and you don't, you don't know where the next check coming from or, you, uh, or what your income looking like. That's what that's, I'm saying. That's, like, that's that stepping you got, out of faith. You yeah. got to be like, you know what? Either I'm going to do this, either I'm going to do this now, or I'm never going to do it again. That's why I hate people who come into my restaurant and be like, oh, I What Jay Z say? Made hoes say, okay, make another hoe. <laughs> like you. <laughs> no, I'm talking about. I'm talking about when they saying they can make, make this. Hole. I can make no, macaroni no, and cheese no, better than no, you. Like, okay, yeah, all right, dude, like, make another. <laughs> yeah, I can make that mac and cheese. All right, do it then. Let me see. Prove it. Prove it. Like I tell, I tell people, like I said, my shrimp and lobster potato, I charge forty dollars for it, and a lady called and she wanted fifteen of them. And people like, people like, you charge forty? Yeah, I do. You go, you go into a high end restaurant and you pay forty nine ninety nine for a lobster tail by itself. Yeah. Why, why can't, why can't I sell a lobster tail and load it up and do it some fancy and charge what I want to charge? But that's right. in believing that I can actually. And I used to doubt. I said, ain't nobody gonna yeah. pay forty dollars for no potato. But I guarantee you, I sell a lot of potatoes. But you know what's you know what's major, and you brought this up earlier, and 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 it and it speaks to you know what we're what you're saying right now. It's just not specifically the potato, but just you know knowing your worth. It's like those are like values, like knowing your worth. You know, stepping out on faith, entrepreneurship. Those are all things that um, we need to do better, you know, as as black folks in teaching, you know, younger generations. You brought er, brought up earlier, like in college, you know, what I'm saying like you were blessed enough, like early on to notice middle school, high school, like I I want to be in this food industry in some way, shape, or form. I know I could cook. I, I've kind of you know stumbled into my gift, but it's like so many 
kids that you see, whether they high school age or high school age or college age, and they don't have that support system, they don't have that people mm. or those people in their corner that's pushing them in the right direction to follow after that dream, or saying like, "Hey, I'm going to financially support that dream." Like, there's just so much more that we need to do. So, like you said, we have our own, we create our own, we're able to build this, and then hire. Uh, uh, later on down the line our own you know what I'm saying that's how you keep that that money you know what I'm saying within the community within the black community within the family whatever the case may be but that that's that's major we gotta do better at that cause we don't we don't like you we, said we'll we go don't. to school and we'll say you you do your internship and you go work for this major company but you could also alright I'm gonna take this summer to, to perfect my craft and then look into how I can get loans to cop this building to build this business that I've always wanted to have like, and own. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't we, we don't we, do that for for our younger generations. We build legacy for other people instead of building legacy for ourselves. 100%. And that's the thing. And it's like how instead of leaving your kids a GoFundMe or a way to try to pay, like what like, what legacy are you gonna be leave behind for your kids so they right. ain't got to work for nobody? Like they they have a brand, they have something. That they can, you know what? My thing fascinated with my son. And my son, he bragged, like, I went to a gym where my son was, and all the little white boys came up to me and was like, uh, Your son said you work for yourself and make your own schedule, and then the company's named after you. I said, yeah. And, and then they, these kids' fathers were sitting behind me, and I was yeah. like, I said, My company is named after my son. And I said, I do work for myself, and I, I said, My paycheck has my name on it. My payroll check, and I said, My son has something that will be his. And he, my son, he, he has something that's his, and I'm my own mom. <laughs> and they were looking like, what? And Josiah was, my son was like, yeah, I told you, my daddy Paul. And I, that, <laughs> but that confidence, but that confidence you teach yeah. your son, I teach my son, you don't have to go work for nobody. Like you can go, you can create your dream and you can do whatever you want to do. If you want to be the next, next agent, the next, next. You can do it. You just mm-hmm. gotta believe and push. And I'm the kind of father. I'm not gonna let you jump. I'm gonna yeah, man. I think um, I think everything you guys are saying is very important. You know, as far the as cat. the motivation to be able to know, like you know, TC. What TC was just saying. I think one of the things that we have to focus on outside of even just like continuing to push them to let them know that they can do it is making sure that we like Rosako, you you were privileged to have something at 14 years old that you knew you wanted to do. You knew it, bro. You know what I'm saying? You knew you wanted to cook. You 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 strayed away from it, gone to college, thought you was going to do business, whatever it is, but your passion still came back to you. And I think that's the number one thing is trying to figure out what these kids' passions are, you know what I'm saying? Because we teach and we teach about you got to struggle, you got to fight, you got to do this, you got to do that. But what are they what are they struggling to be? What are they struggling? What are they jumping off the mountain to be? You see what I'm saying? So that's mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I think is one of the things that we have to be able to find out yeah. and recognize what are these kids passions for them to be able to stick to it, to for them to be able to fight for it, for them to be able to fail and succeed at it. It's 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 trying to find that. You know what I mean? And that's and I think it's tough, man, because it's it's hard. Because what Rosako, like I said, privilege. Fourteen, he went yeah. by there every day for a year because yeah. he knew that's what he wanted to do. In college, he continued to do it, even though he was doing something else, trying to be something else in college. He knew he still wanted to. He was still cooking. 
it's just a matter of trying to find those out, man. And that's the thing that we have to remember when we when we're dealing with kids. We have to see what their focus is and what what their passion or try to learn and help them understand what passion is. You know what I mean? Some people don't even know what it is, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you still have you have to listen to them too, man. Like I had a kid I just hired in my restaurant and he was suicidal. Like he get bullied in school, but he liked to cook. And so his mother was inboxing me like, I really think if you can help my son and so I hired him. You know, I wish somebody would have hired me back then, but just to see his whole life change because I've, I've made him go viral. I was like, I'm about to make you go viral. And so I posted him with the turkey sandwich he made me, and it was like 12,000, 15,000 views. And he yeah. was like, and I was like, look at the comments people saying. Like, people were coming in trying to buy his sandwich. It changed his whole life, like, in the Africa. His mother was like, Oh and good God, for that, and, and, and Rosako, like, good for that mother, because again, what did she recognize? She recognized he knew how he wanted to cook, so she put him in the hands of you to be like, hey, look, help me out, bro. You know what I mean? So that was dope. And the yeah. and it's, uh, but see, I mean, I, I'm not trying to be funny. I mean, people just crack jokes to like, I mean, they oh, true. Uh, they <laughs> Oh, hey, no, I, not, what did I say man. in the beginning? Hey, I thought that was his game. I didn't know Risako really could cook. But see, but the thing, but, but the thing about it was, people when they sit back, even through my whole story, people were in, like people from college still invite like, dude, Risako, I remember you made this pasta for me in the sauce, and like you like, like, car, car, <laughs> like I remember I used to come to class and I used to make these bacon sounds. Like, and he's egg and I'd be in class eating them. And people were like, dude, like, I remember Deanna, my wife, saying, she was like, what you make? And so I would make extra ones and have them out. And they were like, dude, this is fire. But those Sako, situations. You were the first person <laughs> to introduce me to barbecue pizza. Because oh, yeah. when you oh, was yeah. at Chuck E. Cheese. Yes, I was making stuff that I went on the menu. Y'all ran out of tomato sauce for the pizzas at the end of the night, and you made a pizza, <laughs> and you subbed the, the the tomato sauce for barbecue sauce. Hey, I swear to God, I think the first time I had pizza, like, this is the first time I've ever had pizza <laughs> with barbecue sauce. <laughs> hey, hey, they put that on the menu. The first though. time I That's had barbecue crazy. pizza, bro, was at they Ball State. It was from pizza. pizza King, bro. That's crazy, pizza God. King that was on the corner. <laughs> That's barbecue funny, chicken joint. And, and I worked at Pizza King in Muncie. Yeah, I worked at nice, Pizza King. That's yeah. crazy. Lower Saco, man. Oh, that's Before crazy. we go, man, um, that's you know, um, I, I want you to, we're going to tag you all your social yeah. media on this episode, man. Um, you know, give us a quick, man, what you, what you, go, what you got going on, man. And you give us your show, socials and, you know, where people can find you and everything, man. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Rosako Soul Food and Barbecue. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Rosako Soul Food and Barbecue. You can find me on LinkedIn, Rosako's. You can find me on Twitter, Rosako's. Um, right now, I'm just trying to rebuild my customer base. I got some new marketing things I'm working on. Uh, like I told you, I got another contest that I just, they said I won. So that is huge. And just just working on you know building a community up man M making sure people good and you know the homeless community is not forgotten and through this pandemic and, and you know my slogan is from my heart to your soul so, so i try to put a little me and everything i do 
so people understand what it's about. So, uh, hey, when you working on that on that digital marketing and graphic design, make sure you keep me in mind. And I'm I'm sorry because you did my logo for my son thing, I and it was fire. So, Sire Swiss. you did, and I still use that to this day. You turned it around real fast, so. I'm I remember sorry. I asked, I was in box like, who's good graphic? Everybody, TC, TC, TC. Come on, I was like, uh, I was like, uh, not the, not the step back, but TC. Oh, silly. <laughs> <laughs> you silly. Hey, hey speaking of boots, speaking of boots, this recycle trying to accidentally purposely wear a Kappa Alpha Psi shirt, man. Come on, man. Look, look. Oh, yeah. This is not a Kappa shirt. This is uh, <laughs> Simon's. <laughs> no, it don't. This ain't We in our 40s now, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. You're TC. TC ain't there yet, Rosako. He ain't there yet. <laughs> but nah, man, we had good times, man. We got a lot of, man. We got, I, I can, we got, we got stories for days, bro. <laughs> I got a lot of memories. See. <laughs> oh, oh, I got some and you know what's crazy? I'm not even but I was cool with a lot of chicks, and people used to hate me because these chicks used to tell me everything. And so I had, I had, I had, I had all the dirt. I had the dirt on everybody, and so I knew who was doing hey, what, when hey, he was doing what, who he was doing. Hey, with. Saying, they don't know, like, man. Like when we crazy, was at Ball State, dog, it was home. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, ain't no might. We did because they fed us. Thirty Friday, Saturday, and you might have went to church on Sunday. You might, but because you got the food, you got the food and you were in the basement. Yeah, in the basement. You and then Friday at the student center and Saturday. So Thursday, what's the thirty Thursday? All, all of our. Hey, I will tell you a story. TC, I met you at the Kappa House the first time I met you. I don't even remember. That's when. That's when I seen. That's when I first met Kiana, and there was one girl that was cool with her. The, um, uh, Kadia, probably. Kid, all, 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 all of them. That whole it was at a camel party, okay. and so I, I met you, and that's when I was like, "Are you from Gary?" And what's it uh, like? Emerson, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I was, we got the connections way back from the G and Emerson, like Kenny, Otis. <laughs> Rosaka Emerson had Emerson, Emerson had Ball State jumping though. Emerson and trends. Emerson people said it all. We said it all. Algier. John Ball and uh and uh yeah, man. Scoob and Desmond. Yeah, man. But good times, man. Good times. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Nah, he was 
Oh, he was way different, bro, than what y'all knew him, man. Barber. He had a spot yeah. in the village. That's yeah, he, way he was a trans-ass. Nah, that's nah, nah. That's he was a straight, he was a straight like, nap dude, know, he man. Like he had a, living out of van and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, but that's man, crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's but yeah, crazy. man. We gonna Shout get out of here with Sako, man. We yeah, he kept everybody definitely, too. man. Again, man. Um, appreciate you coming through, man. And uh, man, we we definitely want you to continue to make progress, man. We gonna keep in touch, man. You know what I'm right. saying and continue to watch the progress and 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 you know what i mean and man pray for the business during these times man covid ain't no joke bro i know it's affected a lot of people you know what i'm saying so we want to you know make sure you 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 stay in touch with the you always got a place here at the stakes is high man anything you doing man man i appreciate the platform and uh, we thank you man for sure the, um i appreciate the platform i appreciate the love uh the um Everything that came with it, man. I had the opportunity, you know, like I said, I still got love for everybody from BSU. You know, anyway, I can hope anytime y'all got something going on, let me know. You know, there you I, go. I sponsor <laughs> people sometimes when they have stuff. I'm not saying, you know, I am a sponsor. I am a brand now, guys. Don't, don't, don't be under the bus. Like, like, I'm, I'm not. Okay. I have okay. sponsored events in Indianapolis now. So don't, <laughs> I, I, I do cut checks too, my guy. So don't don't Look, don't doubt don't doubt me. <laughs> we'll put you on a logo as a sponsor. I'm just gonna have to remove like the little diamond part of the logo. Oh my Jesus, here we go with this. Like, I was playing, man. Dog, we appreciate you, dog. It's 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 all love, man. Hey, we gonna we we gonna rep you, man. We'll support your business, and uh, we appreciate you coming on and, and, and telling your story and your background and. And how you got to to build Rosako? Yes, sir. Uh, hey, and TC, man. Um, before we man, go, and if they want to listen to this man, episode over us. and over and over and over and over, and they want to listen to some of our past episodes, where can they find us, brother? At Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please chill, the email. Chill, chill, chill. All right, everybody. Email. Thank you guys for listening. And again, chill. what you do, chill, chill, like Masako said, man, put those goals on a mirror. Look at them. Look at yourself. Write it down. Do however you need to do, man. Look in the mirror. Again, say, hey. Am I doing what I need to do to reach these goals? Do that and continue to make progress. And even you, you know? All right. Thank you guys for listening. Stakes is High Podcast. Peace. Peace. Peace.